You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Godly Fear is the title of this devotion. Jesus, in the time of his suffering in Gethsemane, in his passion, to do the will of our Father and to see that will of the Father done on earth as it is in heaven, he wept and cried out to God, as we know, with many tears and loud cries, it says here in Hebrews chapter 5. And I want to just read this to you. Starting at verse 7, I'll read from the Amplified. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up definite, special petitions for that which he not only wanted but needed, and supplications with strong crying and tears to him who was always able to save him out from death, and he was heard because of his reverence towards God, his godly fear, his piety, in that he shrank from the horror of the separation from the bright presence of the Father. I find that so educational to to have the understanding, explanation of what the words godly fear here is meaning, because the original text often in the wording that is used gives a meaning of what it is trying to say. It's like when God says to Abraham, Fear not, I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. Well, in that case there in in Genesis chapter 14, 15, in Genesis chapter 15, when he says, fear not, it is the meaning of do not have a worry about your future. Don't allow worry or stress or anxiety, fear concerning your future. To, 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 to agitate you because I am your shield. I am your exceedingly great reward. However, here, the word, the fear of God speaks about the horror of being separated from the bright presence of the Father, which was so strong in Jesus, that horror, that, that anxiety, that, that Um, To him, it was so evil, it felt so evil to him that he sweat drops of blood. He sweat drops of blood. It says in Hebrews 12, you have not yet strived against sin to the point of shedding your blood. And that gives a reference to Jesus as he was about to embrace the cross that he was given for you and me, that it was so evil to him that he was sweating drops of blood in the agony of it, okay? So that is the reference when it says, in the days of his flesh, he cried out to God with loud cries and many tears, who was the only one able to save him from death, and he was heard because of his godly fear, in that he shrank from the horror of being separated from the Father, and listen, he was heard because of his reverence towards God, his godly fear, yeah? And although he was a son, he learned active special obedience through what he suffered. 
His completed experience making him perfectly equipped because uh, uh, he became the author and source of eternal salvation to all those who give heed to him and obey him. So we're going to talk about this this week a bit. But today I want to talk about this godly fear because you see everything Jesus is and everything he obtained for us in his becoming man, in his sacrifice at Calvary and in his glorification at the right hand of the Father is what he now imparts in us. We are the branches, he is divine. We bear the fruit of his heavenly heavenly nature and life. And I love this in the Passion Translation, Psalm 66, starting at verse 16. This is an amazing one of those Psalms of David again. All you lovers of God who want to please Him, and that's you. Yeah, you would be watching this if you didn't be a lover of God and didn't want to please Him. But because you love God, there's an attraction of the Spirit in you watching this devotion. All you lovers of God who want to please Him, come, listen, and I'll tell you what He did for me. I cried aloud to Him with all my heart and He answered me. Now my mouth overflows with the highest praise. Yet if I had closed my eyes, listen, yet if I had closed my eyes to my sin, the Lord would have closed his ears to my prayers. But praise rises to God for he paid attention to my prayer and answered my cry to him. I will forever praise this God who didn't close his heart when I prayed and never said no when I asked him for help. He never once refused to show me his tender love. Again, this little thing. If I had closed my eyes to my sin, the Lord God would have closed his ears to my prayer. In other words, if I wouldn't have humbled myself before his face, and said, Lord, these thoughts, these feelings are not holy before you. Oh, Father, thank you for your mercy and forgiving me. I come to you with all my heart. I cry out to you. You see, godly fear here is that we, by his spirit within us, shun what is evil and embrace what is holy. Godly fear is that we inwardly are lovers of God and desire to please him. It, for example, says in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2, The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and the Spirit of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and the Spirit of might, the Spirit of knowledge and the reverential, obedient fear of the Lord. Now, that word, the reverential, obedient fear of the Lord, is a word that is used by perfumers. It is a word that is used in the industry of perfume. That is the word used there. In other words, the reverential fear of the Lord is like a a pleasing fragrance. Um, Another example, and I'll explain why I bring this up. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 2, 
it says, when the Father saw Christ's love for us, when he suffered our sins as he gave himself to the Father on our behalf, his love for us suffering our sins was like sweet perfume to the Father. Ephesians 5 verse 2. The spirit by which he insisted on giving himself to the Father, by which he conquered, overcame and deprived sin of power over the human nature within himself. He conquered it within himself. Jesus didn't just die for sin, but to sin. It says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. He took our sins in his own body, having died to sin, that we might be able to live to righteousness. And and that is the nature by, that he embodied there in his prayer that he now imparts in you and me. And that is the sweet, fragrant attractiveness of godly fear. That's why Isaiah 11 verse 3 uses a fragrant word for the fear of the Lord. In other words, it's attractive. It's holy, it's beautiful. Or as the scripture says again and again, the beauty of his holiness. It has a, a glorious divinity to it. I, I mean, I find it absolutely magnificent to think on these things because I so long to live in a day and night. It says in Psalm 111, yes, Psalm 111 uh, verse 10, the reverent fear and worship of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and skill, the preceding and the first essential, the prerequisite and the alphabet. A good understanding, wisdom and meaning have all those who do the will of the Lord, their praise of him endures forever. The inward disposition of those who have the reverential fear of the Lord within them is what causes them to behave wisely, choose with understanding, know the choices they make are right and pleasing in the will of the Father. And it has this absolute nature to it that pleases God. One of my favorite Psalms, Psalm 89, which is the Psalm of Ethan, he says in verse 11 of Psalm 89, the heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and all that's in it, you have founded them. No, I, I know this is one of my favorite songs and I'm, as I'm reading it, I'm thinking, that's not what I was looking for. And, and it's Psalm 86, which is a Psalm of David. And I love this Psalm, uh, 86, 86. Come on, <laughs> there it is, Psalm 86 this is a Psalm of David. And he says here, for you are great, verse 10, and do wondrous things. You alone are God. Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, O Lord, my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name forever and ever. Unite my heart. Oh, how I've prayed this. I mean, look how I've underlined it, you know. How I've prayed this. I, I've written here, wow, unite my heart to fear your name. 
I have prayed it, unite my heart. You see, the heart in its humanness is divided. There's a site that has gained the knowledge of the Lord and wants to do His will, but there's a side to it that is still so earthly and the two can be a opposite to one another. And I, I, I can't bear that feeling where on one side, I want to do the will of the Lord. On the other side, I do the will of the flesh. And these two natures are contrary. Romans 8 and Galatians 5 talks about this so excellently. And I hate it. I hate it. I, I, I don't like division because that's what God God hates division. And so I said, Lord, unite my heart. Unite my heart. Let my heart be wholehearted and sincere and truthful before you. And you see, it is the fear of the Lord that works this in you and me. And that fear is, comes by His Holy Spirit. It is not something we can educate ourselves with. We can get some knowledge of it, but the experience comes through the indwelling life of the Son of God who imparts His own reverential, obedient fear that He obtained in His intercession for us within Himself. And He obtained that nature within Himself and that nature of the reverential fear was perfected in Him in His obedience, which we're going to talk about this week. And that nature he imparts through the knowledge of himself and maintains and perfects. He imparts it, maintains it, and perfects it. Perfects it means makes it perfect like him. Oh, hallelujah. So let me close to you, close with you today from Malachi. Malachi chapter 4, verse 2. Here it is. But unto you, who revere and worship and fear my name, shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in His wings and His beams raying out. You shall go forth, gumballed like calves, or skipping about like calves, released from the stall, leaping for joy. You shall go forth rejoicing because the healing virtue is pumping through your whole nature. Oh, that healing anointing of Jesus. I can feel it right now in my body. I feel it coming out to you. Jesus, Jesus is the healing. His indwelling life is the healing. Oh, you have the healing. Believe it. I have the healing in me. Say it. I have the healing in me. Jesus in me is my healing. Oh, hallelujah. The Son of Righteousness is rising over you today with healing in His wings. And that healing is flowing through your whole body, restoring health to every part inside of your body, every part outside, every part of your being is being healed consistently, whole, healthy, well, whole, healthy, well. So you can complete your days feeling that healing, revitalizing, renewing, restoring power of the Son of God, pumping through your blood and flowing through all your body. Oh, come on, believe it today. Come on, believe it today. Believe it today. Stay, stay with me. Believe it today. Let me, <coughs> let me read you that same verse again from the King James. I've got it from the New King James. But to you 
who fear my name, says the Lord, the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings and you shall go out and grow fat like stall fat calves. <laughs> Have you ever seen these calves when they come out of the stall in the spring and they skip and then their backs all go right up in the air as they kick their back legs up with joy running out into the fields to eat the fresh grass and they're so excited to get outside in the sunshine. And the Lord says, you're going to go out wholly healed, healthy and well today. Come on, believe it. The healing is in you, healing you consistently, constantly in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a good day.